news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who happens to be my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? I am so good. I am super excited about this episode with Andrew Warzeski. Do you know who he is? Of course. <laughs> Everywhere we look on TV, you say Andy had his, his hand in it somehow. He's amazing. So he's a director of photography. Um, he's behind the camera on so many things that we watch. Dancing with the Stars, American Idol documentary, The Voice, So You Think You Can Dance, even the Academy Awards, and my favorite, Sesame Street. As a mom, I've watched that several times, and he's got to interview a ton of amazing people, too. Yeah. You know, the one that I, I'm always passionate about is <laughs> Justin Bieber. Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> You do. Like, you really love Justin Bieber. It is one of the secret things that not many people know is I probably have some Bieber fever. <laughs> probably, or you do. Do you still? I don't know. It's been a long time. Sometimes on the golf course, I'll uh, get it going. It'll, <laughs> it always works for a good drive. You're so funny. I remember when Lucy was first born and you played the song Baby forever. And then like she's two and she's like, baby. And I was like, no, 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 we're not going to be singing Justin Bieber songs. Yeah, it's good but, for her. But speaking of like secret um, things that people don't know about you, let, can you, would you mind telling everybody what your favorite movie is? Well, the best movie ever made, <laughs> Rambo. No, Rambo. What? Mean Girls. Mean Girls. I mean, Adam seriously is obsessed with Mean Girls. Every time, I remember like, Long ago, he's like, oh, Mean Girls is on. I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, it's the best movie ever. And every single time it's on, he'll stop whatever he's doing. I mean, dare I say you'll like switch from a football game to watch Mean Girls. I've only done that twice. <laughs> Must have been um, a really good movie. I mean, I guess because you don't switch from football. Okay, can I put you on the spot? What is your favorite quote from Mean Girls? Do you have one or can you think of one? Well, my favorite is when uh, they're a little bit distraught because their their big task of getting Regina George's uh, face oh, and overweight gosh. and all that stuff. They say, it's been a month and all we've done is make Regina's face smell like a foot. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. Okay. Funny every time. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my husband. This <laughs> is my co-host and you've tuned in to listen to us. Okay, let's get back to more important things like Andy Warzeski. I mean, shoot, maybe he's been part of Mean Girls, like, you know, on the camera side of it. He probably has <laughs> been. He's been a part of everything, I'm I telling know. you. Seriously. So he's worked with amazing people. So Adam's already highlighted Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, Adele, Boys to Men, Corn, Pitbull, Tom Cruise, Luke Bryant, Tim McGraw, Selena Gomez. I mean, there's a ton on here. And I didn't mention his favorite because I want you to listen in and it's just precious and it's so Andrew Warzeski. I mean, it says him all over the place. So he grew up um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We went to the same grade school and high school. And what's really cool 
is that at our 20 year reunion, he sent us all videos of him walking the halls with a video camera. So it's been in his blood since high school days. Isn't that cool? It is really cool. And it's something um, that you can probably say he was probably filming you first. Yeah. All these other right? people. Oh yeah. We could say that like we were his first project, but it's so cool because um, we had such a great high school and a group of people in this 20 year reunion. Um, we all were looking, reminiscing and thinking, wow, Andy did that. And it just talks about how I feel like God just instilled that in him and he's gone after his passions in a big way and has been so highly successful. He's also humble. He has a beautiful wife and um, just an amazing family and life out in California and just living the dream. And he's dreaming for even more. So he has won two Emmys, which is so cool. Super cool. Yes. Jesus Christ, superstar and hairspray live, which what was really cool talking to him and he's going to talk about it a little more, but you know, on the set of like a live performance, so hairspray live, they're moving and they have choreography and everything. And he said on the back end, like behind the cameras, they too have choreography that they have to follow. So they get all the right shots. And I was like, wow, you never think about that when you're watching it. But how cool is that? It's absolutely amazing. And it is so cool that all the things you talk about so often, mm-hmm. he's done. He's yeah. He knew what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He's taken action and, and now just killing it. Yeah, totally. It's so cool. Well, this episode is fetch. It is fetch. <laughs> Back we to can only girls. wear pink on Wednesdays. We can only wear pink on Wednesdays. All right, let's tune in to Andrew Warzeski. Well, I am so thrilled to have my guest, Andy Warzeski, on our show. Andy, how's it going today? Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, this is so fun because um, his name's actually Andrew Warzeski now, but I call him Andy because we go that far back to grade school. This is my grade school buddy. Can you believe we're doing this now today? It's a long time. Yeah, I was telling my wife that I had an interview with Sarah Lowry. She's like, oh, no, it's not Sarah Lowry. Sarah News. <laughs> that's so funny. Yes, that's so fun. But you know what I think so fun is to watch, you know, um, people can bash social media or, you know, that sort of thing. But the cool thing about social media is I've gotten to see so many of your successes and feeling like I've tracked with your life, like knowing what you have going on because of the tool of social media. And you've been busy. I've been pretty busy, I guess. <laughs> I'd say so. Okay, so for the listeners who don't know who you are, can you give us a snapshot of what you're doing and kind of the roles that you play right now? Sure. I I live in Los Angeles. I'm, I'm a cinematographer and camera operator uh, right now for television, but I've worked on motion pictures and commercials and documentaries. And my job is to either control the lighting of the scene and the camera work or what, what I do mostly now is live camera work for live television. Wow. That's so yeah. awesome. And you say it like you're super like chill about it, but can we just talk about some of the, the places you've worked? You've um, worked with dancing with the stars, American idol documentary, the voice. So you think you can dance Academy awards, my favorite, which is Sesame street. And um, those are just to name a few. And then one that you were just telling me about before we were on air was the IMAX film. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. For about six years, I, most of my work was in documentary filmmaking. Uh, so I was the director of photography on a number of documentaries. Yeah. And this one was called Living in the Age of Airplanes. It was an IMAX film 
that we shot over the course of four years. Uh, oh we went to 19 different countries, uh, all you know, six continents. It actually went to seven continents, but I wasn't able to go to Antarctica uh, with everybody. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, we studied the impact of the jet engine on on the world, oh. and uh, it, was a, it was a great film. That is so awesome. I mean, what an experience not only to get to do something that you love, but then to, to get to travel the world. I mean, what an experience. Were you married with kids at the time? No. And I mean, it's it's kind of the reason that I was doing that sort of work then. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I was actually dating my wife at the time. Okay. So it was difficult, but I'd come <laughs> back from from work and then go she was she was living in San Francisco. Wow. And I would go up to San Francisco and then the next leg of our work trip would would happen and I'd leave and you know for a month and then come back. So it worked then when when I got married I made the decision that I I wouldn't be able to travel anymore. Right. To so. be home with your family, which what a wise decision. I love that. I love that. Okay, and then we talk yeah. about who you've worked with. Now, I'm thinking our listeners will na- know a few of these names. So some such as Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, Luke Bryant, Tim McGraw, Adele, Boys to Men, Corn, and the famous Tom Cruise. I'm sure there's a ton more, but that's quite a list, Andy. Yeah, at, at some point it just gets to be pretty normal. There, I mean, there are people that you just work with every day. Wow. But uh, yeah. it's fun. It, it's just the, the job that we have. I love it. Okay, so one of the big things on our Destined for Greatness podcast is taking action on your dreams. And what mm-hmm. was really fun is this past year we had our 20-year high school reunion. So now people can um, get, you know figure out our age. But right before that happened, you sent videos to all of us um, that were getting ready to come back to our high school reunion of videos you had taken in high school. So this has been oh, in yeah. your blood for a long time. It has. I mean, I, I've always loved picking up a camera and shooting. Mm-hmm. I never knew that that was going to come down the route of becoming a camera operator or cinematographer. I, d- I don't think I even knew what that was in high school. Right. But I, I knew that I loved creating and holding a camera and, you know, telling stories. Yes. So yeah, I mean, that, that, that's been happening since for sure since high school. Wow, that's so amazing. So when was it that you first picked up your first camera? Do you remember? Was it little, little? Uh, fairly little. My, my parents had a VHS camcorder <laughs> that that I was sort of the one in the family who picked up and started making little movies mm-hmm. uh, with and, and I sort of discovered special effects with it because mm-hmm. I made a mistake, and I at one point the camera was on a tripod. I was trying to do a scene with my siblings, <laughs> and I thought I was recording when I wasn't, and vice versa. I was I was hitting the wrong button, and when I played it back, it looked like uh, my brother was disappearing off of the couch. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like you can do some really cool effects with this camera thing. Uh, so I, it just got me really invested into what you can do with a camera. Wow. And I love what you just said, because you said I was playing around and I made a mistake. And I think that's so amazing because oftentimes we find our purpose in life through a lot of mistakes and (laughs) failures and heartache. And so through that, you're like, wow, I really like this camera action. That is so cool. So then at what point were you like, okay, this is something that I want to pursue? You know, I, I knew that I was always interested in it. Even in high school, I started making student council videos mm-hmm. for anybody that wanted to run. <laughs> and uh, and they were really fun. And I knew that it was, it was something I wanted to do to be involved somehow in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I knew that 
you know, going to film school was sort of the path that I was going to take. Right. Like I said, I, I didn't know that camera was even an option. When when people go to film school, or at, le- at least when I did, everybody wanted to be a director. Like, okay. Across the board, there were there were 100 people in my class, and mm-hmm. I'd say 98 of us went in wanting to be directors. Okay. And then and then you sort of learn that there are there's actually jobs out there. There's other things you can do. Right. And uh, and I mean, and I ended up doing kind of really what I always loved doing anyways was uh, camera operating. Camera work. That's so cool. So can you describe to us, you're you're going on a set in one of the sets, um, Mm -hmm. the Hairspray Live. So that was a Mm -hmm. big one for you. Can you kind of tell us what that experience was like? What is your day-to-day job? Hairspray Live. So I've, I've been shooting these live musicals now for a few years now in this live world. We, we won an Emmy for our camera work. Which I on, love. On show. Yes. Hairspray and, Live. That's awesome. Yeah, Hairspray Live. I'm actually shooting Rent Live right now. We're in the middle of rehearsals. And wow. We, and we air next week. Oh, my gosh. But we, we usually get about 10 days of rehearsal. Um, if you think about it, we're basically shooting a feature film live. Okay. So we'll, we'll go in and we'll, we'll rehearse 30 to 40 minutes a day of the movie. Okay. And for us, we have every shot is scripted. So we know exactly where we need to be, what we need to be shooting. If it's a medium shot, a close up, if it's a wide, if we're traveling, and then also where we need to hide and how we need to duck to get out of every other camera. So as much as it's a dance for the actors, it, it is for the cameras as well. <laughs> and amazing. our notes are insane. And we practice, 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 practice until we go live. And then hopefully it works. Wow. You know what? Yeah. You're giving us such a view of the other side because you think, oh, my gosh, these actors and actresses need to have it right. But really, you have to have it right also or we don't get on our TV what's meant to be delivered. And so your role, even though you're not seen, is highly important. So I didn't even realize that. So you're basically doing dance moves while they're doing yep. dance moves with the camera in your hand. Yep. Yeah, that, there's a lot of pressure, too, because, you know, if you don't get in position or if you're standing when you're supposed to be hiding behind a table, a lot of times <laughs> I, I, I did Christmas Story Live and we did a lot of scenes in the living room, in Ralphie's living room. Mm-hmm. And whenever the Steadicam is doing a 360, the camera guys are hiding underneath tables, but <laughs> jumping up in time to be able to get the, the reverse shot that's coming oh up next. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Now, <laughs> who fun. does the choreography for the cameraman? Is that your job to piece that together or is that another person's job to make sure everybody's moving in their direct in their specific places well it's really the director of the show okay scripts out every shot oh my God. and then we use the rehearsal days to figure out how we're going to move how we're going to cable if it's going to work you know that that we can pick up this shot in time a lot right. of times behind the scenes we're running from one scene to another mm-hmm. to get there in time And sometimes we don't make it and then we need to re-script. So that's what the rehearsal days are for. Wow, that's so amazing. I love that. You know, you've just shed light on something I never even realized, you know. So how many camera people are on set? Does it just depend depending on what you have going on? It depends on the show. Um, On Jesus Christ Superstar, we had 10. On Rent, I want to say we have 12 or 13 live operators. Right. Okay. but but it depends on an American Idol. It might it might be smaller. Okay. Be eight. Wow. And, th- and this is in the live world. Uh, yeah. In in the in the feature world, obviously, you could be single camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I started operating on. I did Veep season five. 
I did. I've, I've done a few TV shows. I'm working on one right now called Good Girls for NBC. Okay. And then you'll have three three camera operators for okay. those. Okay, that's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, I love that. Now, tell me this: Have there been? Have you just ended up getting? Is it kind of like getting a role as far as like an actor and actress would, or is there a team of you that go to these special things, or are you independent contract on each of these um, special projects? Yeah, I'm an independent contractor, okay. uh, so I work for myself. It, it, does make it difficult sometimes mm-hmm. because you're constantly unemployed right <laughs> you know you're 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 your own business so you're always looking for the next job right um but the, the yeah the way i look at it is the more that you work the more people you meet the more job opportunities are going right. to show up yeah so so I, I see it as this tree is if, if you can if you can show that you're reliable and mm-hmm. show that you do a good job you never know who's going to give you your your next right. opportunity that's so cool. so you know, so hopefully that tree just continues to grow yeah. is the idea. And which that. is why I've tried to do documentary, commercial, feature films, and now live television. Mm-hmm. You know, I've tried to, a lot of people will get bottled into one thing. Mm-hmm. Right now, my thing happens to be dance shows and Woo-hoo! musicals. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love and that. I love it. Yeah. It, but that's been the last three years and who knows what's next. We'll right. See. Wow. That's awesome. So you're constantly working with different people, even like cameramen. So there's 10 new. Yep. Okay. Which has got to be difficult because, you know, like as a dance partner, it's like, okay, you're my comfortable dance partner, but then you move on to another show and it's like, oh, I have all new dance partners that I'm working <laughs> with behind. That's really interesting. That's okay. a good analogy. So yeah. one of the things that we talk about a lot on our Destined for Greatness podcast is that there are oftentimes failures along the way that equal great success. So uh, even as I was, you know, as much as I know you, I was researching your resume and looking at all the things you've done. So people Mm -hmm. would say, wow, Andy, it's really been simple and you've made it. And wow, look at you, which is true. I mean, you've won an Emmy. Hello. That's awesome. So cool. (laughs) But what have been the detours or failures or things that you thought were going to go one way and went another on your, on your way to what you have kind of done now it's a good question i i don't know well i guess it is sort of a failure but early on i remember you know all i wanted to do was be a director of photography and a camera operator Mm -hmm. so i I made my first business card and this is right out of school i was looking for any work i could possibly get so on my card i wrote andrew warzeski director of photography cinematographer underneath that i had gaffer grip first assistant second assistant loader PA because basically I wanted any job to get me in the door. Right. And I I remember I gave that business card to a working cinematographer Mm -hmm. and and he looked at it and he said, you know what? He said, I I see, I look at your card and he says, and you're not a director of photography. Mm -hmm. He (laughs) says, I I look at this and you're a production assistant. Mm -hmm. He says, I can tell you want to be a director of photography, but you're, but you're not. He says, if you want to be one, you need to put yourself out there as one. Wow. And, and and that was something that gave me some confidence because I was like, well, it, it, this entry isn't necessarily one where you climb a ladder. Right. You kind of need to just get out there and prove yourself. Yeah. So, you know, I said, all right, you know, he's right. I, I do have to do this. And th- there was a second story where I was on, um, I, w- I was offered a movie to shoot in Canada mm-hmm. as the director of photography. I was very young. I was wow. 22. Wow. And in the end, they, they got back to me and they said, you know, we can't, because of international rules, we can't bring you on as, as a DP, mm-hmm. but we would like to bring you on as an assistant cameraman. Okay. 
And and I thought, wow, it's great to have the opportunity to work. Should I do it? So I asked Dion Beebe, who was shooting Collateral at the time, I said, should I still take the job as an assistant? And he told me, he said, if you take the job as an assistant, you're going to be telling everybody that you're an assistant. He mm-hmm. said, if you want to be a director of photography, you have to be a director of photography. So I had, wow. I, I learned from there. It, it's tough. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to walk away from jobs. Sometimes you need to take things. But if you can take yourself seriously as something, right? then other people will start to see you that way. Uh-huh. And uh, the first years were really tough. I, I, I made the decision to only focus on work that that I was spearheading as a DP. Wow. And in my first year of doing that, I made $3,000. Oh, my God. And in my, <laughs> in my second year, I made $4,000. Wow. And uh, in the third year, I made eleven. Wow. And since then, it's climbed into a, a real big wage. But the, right. the first years were, were lean, for sure. Wow. So as that's, I just think that's remarkable anyways, because it has to be a lot of self-discipline to say, no, this is actually who I am. So no, no, no. Do you feel like, did you feel like in that time you were ever going to get out of like that salary range? Were you like, oh my gosh, should I just go ahead? I would think at some point you'd feel desperate to just take anything. Did you feel that way? Yes and no. I mean, fortunately, my first job out of college was I was hired as the director of photography for In-N-Out Burger. Oh, awesome. So, who doesn't love so, In-N-Out Burger? <laughs> who doesn't love it? So I, I worked for them for a year and a half and shot so many cheeseburgers and, and went to <laughs> almost all their stores and w- was able to put away enough money to okay. make it for the next couple of years right. struggling. Mm-hmm. So th- then when I decided, OK, I'm, I'm really going to go for it. And, right work in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, I started doing jobs for free, doing jobs for $50 a day. Right. And, and the, the mantra that I always came back to, is funny. There, there's a director of photography named Bill Butler okay. who shot Grease and he shot Jaws mm. and he shot pretty amazing films, but he, he was in radio before he was in film and he didn't touch a camera until he was 40 years old. Wow. So, Wow. Yeah, when I was 26, I always also, I always used to look back on it and say, all right, I've got a 14-year head start <laughs> on Bill Butler. It's like, even if I made $1,000 this year, right? that's more than Bill Butler made. That is so good. And what a perspective for you to keep plugging on and going towards your dream of what you wanted and not settling for something less. Because I think oftentimes when we do settle for less, we end up there. Like they said, you'll always be an assistant. It's like, no, that's not who I am and that's not what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do. So I think that's huge. That's really some good advice and a really fun story too. It is. Yeah. And, and part of it for me is, is the waiting game. I, yeah. I feel like if, if, if I can stay in it longer than the next guy, right. then it, it, it will come, yes. you know, but it, it, it's going to take some work. Wow. I, I, I had a professor at school tell me, he said, you know, you're not shooting, you're not making money shooting things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you can't be working on yourself every single day. Wow. And he said, literally every day you need to get out and take one picture. You need to do mm-hmm. something to better your craft. Yeah. And, and that and that'll at least move you forward mm-hmm. day by day. Mm-hmm. I love that in the book that I'm writing, um, I'm talk about those small daily deposits because I think a lot of times we wait for the heroic moment, but a heroic mm-hmm. moment really happens after day in day out, small daily deposits working towards our goal. And then we may look heroic in our business or whatever we're doing, but it's really the day in and day out work that we've done ahead of time. So that's really cool. Yep. Okay, so I can only imagine our listeners are waiting to hear this question of all the famous people. Because, you know, we that don't work with famous people are like enamored with, wow, this is so cool. But as you said earlier, like, 
they're just people. <laughs> you just start working with them. Who right. has been the most fun to work with? Hmm. You know, I, I've gotten to work with the Muppets a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like not probably the answer you want. I love for, it. But you know what? I love that because. But but I've gotten to, yeah. I've, I've I've shot Kermit now twice, and and that was incredibly special. That was that was really. <laughs> That's got to be awesome. I mean, and plus, cool dad points too, right? Cool dad points. Cool dad. Yeah. And then as far as the celebrities, yeah, I've, I've worked with a number for sure, but like I worked with Manny, the kid from Modern Family uh-huh. and, there's this, and he was awesome. Something about kids. I, I, I don't right. know. I've, I've worked. Yeah. It's a hard question. Yeah, it, it probably is. It's I fun, mean, but yeah. People are people, right? You realize that, you know, every, everybody's just trying to do their own job and they, stuff. They, they have a job. We have a job. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Andy, so in this world, there are awards you can receive, and we've kind of talked about that you got an Emmy with Hairspray Live. Have there been other awards that you've received? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been nominated for four Emmys and actually won two of those. Wow. So we, we, we won this year for Jesus Christ Superstar oh, as well. Oh, my gosh. And, and it, was, it was pretty cool. I got to bring my mom to the <laughs> Emmy Awards this year. So That she, is so cool. Your mom it. is so deserving of being able to go. That's awesome. But how do you decide between your wife and your mom? Like, that's probably hard. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife got to go to the first one, and she, she knows that there, there'll be a few more, hopefully. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so just tell <laughs> us, for us listeners who have never been to an award show like that, so you go, you're not knowing if you, you just know you're nominated, correct? You just know you're nominated. It's black tie, so everybody's dressed up. My mom was super excited because she got to meet Lori from QVC. <laughs> she was like, that was her favorite celebrity. That you're like, met. really, Mom? I got an Emmy, yeah. and you're excited about that. That's really funny. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you sit there, and you know they hand up the awards for production design. For Ours came up for camera work, and they show clips from every show. Oh my so you're gosh. sitting there. The crazy thing about the first one for hairspray was that there are a lot of awards that they go through, right? And they don't they don't tell you when you're up. Oh. And I really had I had to use the restroom, so oh. I told my wife I said, "Hold on!" I was like, I, "I've got to go. I've got to." I you know I don't know when we're coming up, so I ran to the restroom and I had this feeling. I was like, "I bet we're coming up next." Oh my god! And sure enough, I ran back in and had had missed everything. Oh no! And I, I, I saw my team walking to the <gasps> stage. Oh my gosh! They waved me up, so I so I made it on stage <gasps> and gave you know gave the acceptance speech. But wow. oh, did you <laughs> I, really? Wow! I missed I missed the whole nomination. So oh my gosh! Uh, this past year, I, I was sure to stay for it. <laughs> you're like, don't drink any water. <laughs> Let's just sit through this. So you're sitting. How many exactly. awards do they give out that night? Probably about forty. Okay, so you're it's sitting having to listen intently yeah. on everything wow that's awesome it's like maybe we're next maybe we're next yeah. yeah oh my gosh and what were the emotions that came with the emmy were you like i mean is it just as incredible as it sounds it would be it's incredible i mean it's not too stressful i i, I just kind of feel like especially after winning the first year that i was there i and a lot of the people that i work with have worked for 20 or 30 years and have yeah. never won one wow so I, I feel like i'm so lucky i've got one in the bag totally fine so yeah. especially from now on out like whatever happens happens right right, right. and you know you never know i mean there's so many deserving shows right but you know like i talked about in the choreography of these live musicals mm-hmm. it's it's really really 
in, insane. Yeah. And there's not there's not many people that can pull it off, which is why I think they keep awarding this right. this team. It's yeah. the same team that, that keeps winning these awards. Okay. Wow. And are you working with this team again coming up? Exact same team. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we we all did we've done four of them together now. Wow. We, we did hairspray, Christmas story, Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. Wow. That is so cool. It seems like your dancing skills behind the camera are working with getting yeah. these Emmy, <laughs> Emmys. That is so yeah. cool. Wow. Andy, that is so awesome. I love it. Thanks, sir. Okay, perfect. That's exactly what I want. I think that's just cool because I know for you it's like, yeah, this is what this is just the industry. But for people that don't know, you know, from a boy that carried around his camera, you know, his parents' VCR camera or VHS whatever camera, yeah. then it's like, wow, he's getting an Emmy. Like everybody starts someplace. So yeah, super cool. Yeah, awesome. They're actually, my most favorite job that I've ever done. Okay, well, hold on. Okay, let me just keep. Okay. Rec- I'm just gonna keep recording. Oh, I think I am. Okay. okay. Maybe maybe you could cut it in there somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about your most favorite job. Uh, it was well besides Sesame Street, which we <laughs> <laughs> talked about. I, I did get to shoot Sesame Street for a week out here, which is pretty great. Which we agree, that's um, like super fun. Super fun. <laughs> um, but. To shoot the, the space shuttle Endeavor, oh, as it as it landed at LAX, and then they needed to drive it through Los Angeles to get to its final resting place at the oh um, at the Science Center by USC. Wow! So, so I was a part of a team of documentarians, and my job was to walk underneath it for eight miles. Oh my and, gosh! Yeah, so we we did it over three days, and they they had to maneuver it through the city in times where the winds would just clear buildings by a half an inch. I mean, they, they had it measured out to where what? they knew it, it could make it. But, oh my and, gosh. yeah, so my job was to shoot uh, the wings and the nose, you know, navigating through the city and the guy on the joysticks driving it through to make sure that, that it could make it to the science center. Oh my God. Um, was so, that so nerve wracking? It's nerve wracking. I mean, more, more so for them, for me, you know, seeing the wings clear trees, they had to remove, stoplights wow. and signs all over the place and then and they're people it was like yeah. a parade you know oh, thousands man. and thousands of people watching this so but being able to walk underneath the space shuttle i could touch it yeah it, it, was, it was just so special so it, it was it right like, over your head d- d- yeah i mean i i had free reign to go anywhere i wanted oh my gosh that's <laughs> incredible what a moment you'll remember forever Really, really cool. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Man, you are just full of cool stories and information. I love that. It is crazy (laughs) ones. I love it. Good. Okay. So my last question is what is next for Andy Warzeski? Like what's the big dream? You know, ideally, I I love documentary filmmaking Mm -hmm. and I I love telling stories that need to be told. So I, I would love to shoot and direct my own documentaries. Wow, and I I, th- I think there's still I have young kids, uh, a four year old and a one year old, mm-hmm. so I, I think that that is still a few years out. Right, but that that's the dream right now. I so. love that. I love that. You know, well, I believe in you because I've seen you so. work hard. I mean, shoot, you were like one of the smartest kids in school. First of all, I mean, <laughs> and then you've just been so diligent and determined to what you wanted to do. And I think it was so evident to me. Um, this summer when you sent videos of what you had, ca- I mean, they were, they were fun videos, but they were of us walking the halls in high school, you know, and but yeah. it, everybody got a kick out of them and it brought people together and it brought back memories. And I thought, what a gift you gave to us. Cause
because nobody else was, you know, had their cameras around and it was way before cell phones. So it was so special to know that God instilled that gift in you long ago and you've pursued it and you've been determined and to see the success that you have had from it. I have no doubt that that dream of documentaries will come true. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just appreciate you being on our show, and I definitely believe that you're living in your, you know, greatness, but you're destined for greatness. And I just am excited to see where this life takes you and all these opportunities in front of you. It's exciting times. Yay! All say? right, Andy. Thanks so much. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it, Sarah. Thank okay. you. Hey, it's Sarah Noose, and I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranews.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.